Hello, it's Sunday the 23rd of October, year of our Lord, 2022. I haven't done a show for a few days. Welcome back. Uh, just a few little uh, housekeeping issues to talk to before I bring in the wonderful Welsh wizard. We have our podcast-a-thon. It is in a fortnight's time. Well, it's the 5th of November. Myself and Catherine, again, will be going on a 30-hour marathon podcast to raise awareness about what is going on in schools in regards to the sexualization and grooming and putting gender identity uh, in the heads of three-year-olds. We know that can't go on. We are going to stop it. And if you haven't donated, please, could you just consider maybe a fiver? Maybe you went out last night, you got a bit of change. Bearing in mind, we have the Welsh government using the taxpayers' money to fight the taxpayer mothers of Wales who don't want this in their classrooms, or at least want the option to remove their children from this disgusting paedophilia, dark agenda. Masturbation to three-year-olds doesn't need to happen. Masturbation to any age doesn't really need to happen. Um, and we certainly don't want strangers talking to this, these subjects with our precious children. So think about it. Brew on it, pray on it, do whatever you want with it. But I'm sure the majority of good people who listen to this show feel exactly the same. It is disgusting, it is unnecessary, and that's it. So that out of the way, here we are. It's just gone 11.11 in the morning. Roy Davis, good morning. Good morning, Lou. How are you? It's been a while. You've, you've, you've had a bit of a fluey bug. Are you better? Yeah, yeah. I'm not too bad at all now, Lou. Thanks. Getting back in the swing. So it's been, well, we missed a week. We missed a week. What on earth is going on in the world, Roy? Um, well, I'm going to start this podcast off in a different vein and manner, Lou. I'm going to give out two quotes, and they will be apposite discussion as we go through it. And I will refer to them, but I'm going to give them. There's a lot of material. and I'm asked regularly, you know, where, you know, where do you source that from, Roy? Well, I'll make it clear now that on RoyBoy17 on Telegram, all the information I'm using today, all the evidence I'm using today is in my channel. You might have to do a bit of work to look for it, but it's there. So I want to start off, Lou, with a quote from Donald Trump on January the 20th, 2017. It was his inaugural address. Now, everybody will remember there was a difference in Donald Trump's address when members of the uniform service, of every uniform service of the US military, walked down the steps and stood behind him. And they stood behind him while he, while he, while he uttered these words. And I'll read this quote out. Today's ceremony, however, has very special meaning because today, we're not merely transferring from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the American people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government while the people have borne the cost. Now, the critical word, the critical phrase was, uh, and I'll read, it, I'll read it out, the first sentence. Today's ceremony, however, has very special meaning. Has very special meaning because today, and that's the point, he was speaking of today as in the very moment. And that, he had to do that because that was a proclamation which is required by Section 11.3 in the Law of War. Uh, that section deals with enemy combatants who are holding territory within your country. So that's what Trump did. And now why is that important? Well, because 2016 was the sting. The election of 2016 was the sting. 2020 was just the show. And my last quote is everybody knows about the executive order 13848 
foreign interference in a US election. But very few people know 13799. That executive order by Trump was on May the 11th, 2017. And it was the establishment of the Presidential Advisory Commission on Election Integrity into the 2016 election. Now, what is most interesting about that executive order is, is that its conclusion was never handed to Congress or the Senate. And an excuse was given. In other words, what took place in 2016, they attempted to steal. It didn't happen because they were alive to it. And all the evidence was garnered. And Trump made a statement at the inaugural address informing them that the transfer of power was going to take place. It was going to bring down Washington, D.C. Now, I'm going to go into now, because there's a, on behalf of a lot of truthers and a lot of anons, there really is a lot of confusion as to what is globalism now and what is taking place vis-a-vis -vis the New World Order. What is the New World Order? It's an organization that encompasses uh, the World Economic Federation, World Health Organization, uh, the IMF, the World Bank. It encompasses the, the Western cabal-controlled countries. And effectively, that is the global economy. But the New World Order is owned and controlled by three houses, three bloodline families. And Q outlined this from the word go. Within the first few weeks of him coming online, October 2017, he made this clear. And who are these families? Well, the biggest of them was the House of Sword. Notice the past tense. Was the House of Sword. What was that, what was that responsible for? Well, the House of Sword controlled the Western Cabal controlled countries, controlled their elected officials, their prime ministers, their presidents, their mayors, their governors, their senators, their congressmen, their MPs, Euros, etc. They controlled the oil, energy being the key to the world economy. They controlled high tech social media, Twitter, news media, news score, human trafficking, sex trafficking, and the children. Effectively, the House of Sword was paedophilia HQ. When people say, oh, you know, so-and-so Wexner, you know, he, he set up Epstein, you know, that wasn't the case. Epstein was the kitchen boy for the House of Sword. They had many such operations as his island in, in, in Europe, in many of the countries of the world. They just got him to get the evidence. Now, as I mentioned earlier about that inaugural address, the guy who, who ran the show for the House of Sword was a guy called Al-Walid bin Talal. Al Saud. This house was taken down by Trump on the 20th of May 2017. And this, it was where the ceremonial sword was given to Trump. He was given the highest civilian honor. And it was there that Trump would have presented much of the evidence that he had. MBS would have been working with Trump year, for a few years, but that was the presentation of the evidence and the acknowledgement that the house had fallen and that MBS was now in charge. And MBS immediately took the head of the snake. He had the 200 uh, deep state traitors in a hotel. He removed the rotten elements and he literally had all the information 
on everyone in uh, in the house of Saul. Now that side went for five years ago. Five years ago, that was the most in the triangle. That was the most powerful side of the triangle. Now I'll reiterate, globalization today is not what it was then. Globalization today centers around the WCCC countries. Effectively, Europe, America, Canada, Japan, Australia, New Zealand. That's it. That's it. So when, when the truth is, when our followers, when, they, when we talk about globalization, this is a very weak effect grouping that are now left on the planet. They are asset rich in finance, in debt all around them. Their access to commodities is dependent on the East, i.e. BRICS, SCO, BRICS Plus. They're dependent on them. So what you're seeing is a transfer, or you've seen, witness, a transfer of power from them over to the East. But now I'll go on to the next side of the triangle, which we are, see, which we are seeing being dismantled in front of us. Because the next, the biggest, next biggest side of the triangle is the house of Rothschild. Now, what does it control and own? It controls the banking sector in the WCC countries. It owns the central banks. It controls the big commercial banks and all the financial institutions. And then we have the last side of the triangle, which is Soros. Soros has control of organizations of people. We've all seen it, you know, where he uses it to sow divisions. He organizes the color revolutions. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, Extinction Rebellion, the cancel culture. He's a manager and operator of many slush funds. When I say, when I say slush funds, I'm talking about when the deep state gives billions and billions, or the government, Biden gives billions of billions to say Ukraine or any other body or institution or country, and a big portion is siphoned off of it. That's where Soros comes in. Now I'd like to move. How do you link this all up? How do you put those three families in context? Well, if you look at Drop 275 on December the 5th, 2017, Q explains, and I'll read it all out. It's plus, fly, plus. Banks control governments. Governments control people. Saudi Arabia controls elected people. Soros controls organizations of people. Ready to play? And that, in a nutshell, is the control of globalism. And that was intact to a great degree in 2017. Now, I'll jump away now. Not from finance, but I'll jump up to the modern age. And I'd like to deal now with the crisis that's taken place in the financial sector in Britain. The debacle of trust and now the, the appointment of Jeremy Hunt as the new chancellor. Because Hunt did a very revealing interview with Laura Koonsberg on the 16th of October, where he presaged it by saying that uh, the equivalent of austerity, austerity, you ain't seen nothing yet. What's going to come on the 31st of the 10th of this month might well topple whoever the incumbent prime minister that's coming in is. And whoever he or she is, they won't last 100 days either. 
But let's go into Kunzburg. Kunzburg to hand. It feels Kunzburg. It feels like the financial markets have been pushing the government around. Hunt. No government control the, can control the markets. No chancellor should seek. Kunzberg interrupts. Seems like they are controlling the government. Hunt. We have to show the markets at home and the people that we can account for every penny. Now, the markets that he's talking about are what I've just outlined. The banks and the financial institutions, which are under control of the Rothschild family, which are falling right now. Now, the three houses, we have one that is gone, been removed, one that is going, and the last one, Soros, will be ineffectual once, once the financial implosion takes place in the WCC. Now, you can see, just because, I'll just touch on it briefly, because you can say, oh, it's easy to say, Roy. Where's the proof? Well, if you look at the House of Sword, the House of Sword I mentioned controls oil. It controls energy. Now, whoever controls oil and energy on this planet controls the planet. Always was, and it will be for a period of time. And what are the key commodities on the planet at this moment in time? As I mentioned, energy, gas and oil, physical gold and silver. And all other key commodity, minus the financial assets, which are absolutely toxic in the WCCC countries. Now, oil and gas is controlled, total control, OPEC plus. OPEC plus is the OPEC countries, plus all the other countries that produce oil outside of the Middle East. Minus America, Norway, and Britain. In other words, the absolute overwhelming majority of energy is now in the hands of the East. So much so that you had a situation where Biden last week begged MBS not to cut the barrels per day before ne November the 8th. He effectively said, you know, don't do that, because if you do that, it'll increase gas prices, which will damage, damage the chances of my party being elected. What did MBS do? He wrote, or his government, because he's prime minister now, wrote an open letter to the American administration, pointing out the request and refusing the request. That is quite astonishing. The contempt that is now openly shown towards the most powerful country, the US, in the WCCC. Biden was left bereft. But what happened two days ago, three days ago? Turkey now has become a gas hub. Yes, it's gas being provided by, the, by Russia. But Biden sent, on, sent over envoys this week, last, I think Friday. And effectively, it was say, right, you can pack that in. You're no longer going to be with these people. So Erdogan listened. And when they left, he announced that he wanted to join BRICS. Saudi Arabia announced on Wednesday they want to join BRICS. In other words, Turkey has utter contempt for the USA and for the WCC countries. And the final nail in the coffin came on Thursday evening because Biden and Van der Leyden, 
of under Biden as they call it, a couple of weeks ago, they were dancing in front of the TV screens, eulogizing how they'd solved the problem of Russia canceling the gas, of their sanctions canceling the gas. They said, no, we didn't need to worry anymore. We've got a deal with Qatar for LNG, liquid natural gas. <laughs> On Thursday, the foreign minister of Qatar said that there would be no liquid natural gas for Europe or for any of the WCC countries other than the contracts they already have, which cannot solve any problems. And it, the foreign minister said, we will be honoring all our contracts with Asia. There will be no extra gas for Europe, the US, or any other country. This, this was a week in which the power of the dollar, petrodollar, it fell. Now, it hasn't fallen officially, but the weapon of the petrodollar is in the gift of Putin, is in the gift of Xi. The physical gold and silver are in the gift of the East again. The commodities, the key commodities which are exported and used on a global scale are in the gift again of the East. All the WCC have now is waste paper, currency, fiat currency, absolutely enormous debts, bubbles like we've never seen before, which are in the process of bringing them down. Now, about gold and silver, why did I mention gold and silver? But we're still on finance here. I mentioned gold and silver because if you look at drop 2619, December the 12th, 2018, anonymous and anon asks the question, do we have gold? And Q answers, yes, gold shall destroy the Fed. There should be no real worries by patriots in the WCC countries that we're going to suffer indeterminable hardships, that we're going to go back to the Stone Age. That will not be the case. We will suffer for a few weeks, maybe a month or two, but we're going to come out of this. So what is, what is the state? of globalism. I've just explained that the globalists are being annihilated. Now I'll deal with the economies of the Western cabal-controlled countries. Roy, and I'm going to have to use... Hello? Yeah, yeah, go on. So what on. Did... No, what did you say, Luke? No, I wanted to know, are we going to... I want to touch this devolution subject. Are we going to get to oh, that? Okay. Okay, I can, I'll deal with I, I will deal with, with devolution. I'll bring it up. Sorry, sorry that, to confirm you, but I think it's really important that this needs to be discussed because there's lots of hooing and hawing on devolution. We're in devolution. What is it all? Why are people talking about it? Because with, the, with regards to the truth movement of devolution, there's so much confusion about what's w w with it. So I think you're the best person to clear it up, Roy, because we haven't touched much on it. Okay. I'll take that up definitely. Give me a couple of minutes, Lou, and I'll come Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Carry on. so, what, so I'm going to give an analogy of the state of the economies in the WCC, the Western Cabal Control countries. Imagine that all the countries that I've mentioned are ships sailing on the sea, and there's a huge whirlpool forming. Well, all the ships of the WCC countries are going down into the whirlpool. But the ships of the East are anchored by oil, gold, and commodities. They have safety lines 
attached to the weaker countries like Turkey, Pakistan, Nigeria, to stop them going down that whirlpool. And let's make this clear. There is no reform. There is no way out of this. And I'll, all right, I'll deal with devolution, continuity of government. That doesn't exist. Devolution presupposes that there's a devolvement of power. Continuity of government gives an idea that through all this process, there is control. There is a plan, and the White Hats have it. What devolution misses out is the role played by Putin, the role played by Xi, the role played by the three amigos, the plans put in operation before Trump came to power. If there was continuity of government, if there was a plan, then quite frankly, we're as bad as the deep state. Because effectively, it posits the idea of a shadow government. We've, not, we've taken no part in a shadow government. It's the reason why I gave Trump's statement in 2016. The transfer of power from Washington, D.C. took place in 2020. The corporation of Washington, D.C. was bankrupted and signed by Trump. So that the idea then that we could have this type of development, it's not a devolution, it's a revolution. They're all, we don't want their institutions. We don't want their rotten economies. We don't want their central banks. We don't want their control. We want them all done away with. So in that sense, not devolution, not continuity of government, but revolution. Constitution, the constitution which will issue from this will be controlled by the people, for the people. And in that sense, you see there is a corollary to devolution. It has an echo amongst some of the better economists on a world scale. Economists, like I've mentioned before, before Arthur McLeod, Grantham, Rick Rule, Michael Berry, say they believe that the, and they're right in that the present central bank system, as we know it, is going to collapse. But they're all arguing that the central banks should recapitalize their debt. We should start again. We should use the gold standard. But they're prepared to leave the control and issuance of money in the hands of the cabal. As an outside stance, they say there's going to be central bank digital currencies. There will be no central bank digital currencies. It would take a long time to get that into operation. And what is the use, as I've said before, of a central bank digital currency, which takes the place of a dollar, a pound, a euro, which is backed up by thin air, and you have it on your phone or your computer? A, digi a digitized pound, which is not backed up by anything. You will save the paper that you would have put wasted on the currency, but that's about all. They all go down the, the whirlpool. They're all going to be destroyed. So what are the, what's the next stage in this crisis? Well, yesterday, sorry, Friday, we nearly saw the bringing down of the American economy. The 10-year yield was rocketing. They recognized the problem. That's why Fed chairman, Fed presidents said, oh, look, maybe we won't raise interest rates so high. In other words, they're going to pivot. They're going to start QE. It doesn't matter whether they go to QE, 
they increase interest rates, they cut credit, they expand credit. There's no way out. It is falling as we speak. The Fed had to bail out the Swiss National Bank for the last two weeks. The Bank of England, if it hadn't stepped in, you'd have seen pensions fall. And with the pensions, the banks would have gone with it. And nothing has changed, by the way. Come the 31st of October, nobody's talking about what, what Hunt was asked. You see, Redwood made a very short, sharp point in Parliament. And it came down, Redwood was saying, well, how much is the black hole in our budget? How much do we owe the banks? And Hunt reaffirmed he could only give out what he knows at this moment in time. But on the 31st, I expect the pound could well drop below the effects of it, could well be, it will drop below a dollar, pound to a dollar. You have now inflation rocketing away. On a, in the WCC countries. You have a tech bubble. You have a housing bubble. You have a derivative debt market. You have a bond crisis. You have a credit crisis. Deutsche Bank is in difficulties. Credit Suisse, its executive officer, its leading figures have left. Barclays Bank, all these banks, they're now zombie banks. They're finished. On their assets, all they have are financial assets which are taking them down, which they can't, which are worthless and are costing them money. So what's, the ne what's next up? Next up is going to be so the central banks, the Fed, Bank of England, Bank of Japan, whatever. They don't want to be seen to take the WCC down. When this situation, that's not exact situation, but when the situation has been arrived at, before they've always had wars which they can engender and develop and move into. They're going to say, oh, we've got a war now, Ukraine. Ukraine war will be sorted out shortly. A denouement is coming, an end. There is no victory for Ukraine. It's much as I outlined. Putin has destroyed, or Surikov, whatever his name is, they've destroyed the, uh, the infrastructure. they destroyed the power supply. By the way, they haven't destroyed the, the turbines, the main assets of power. They've just hit the substations. Uh, and they're easily rebuilt. But you know that is coming to a, you know it's coming to a conclusion. So we're going to have a black swan event. What will that black swan event be? I don't know. Nobody can tell. But it's interesting that Donald Trump spoke last night. And he gave a short, sharp Taiwan next. Taiwan next. Taiwan would be, if it comes about, and I believe it will, but that will be the event that takes down the WCC countries. And it's only, there are key markers, by the way, this is just not wishful thinking. There are key markers as to when it goes down. Significant markers. Q has a drop. In November 2017, which says, look to Twitter. The storm is upon us. Now, what's interesting about that is, and the Dorsey, you could have questioned, will that come out? But now it looks like Musk will have control of Twitter. Just in time to look for that particular tweet. In Saudi Arabia, we're told that a new king a new king will come to power. And that new king 
will deal with this deep state. That new king will deal with Bintal Alawid. He'll be extradited to America. That hasn't happened yet. But the old King Salman is very ill now. Clinton, Podesta, Aberdeen, the children, the Muslim Brotherhood. These are the issues which are going to blow open in the next few weeks. There's going to be no holding them back. Soros, it's quite apt Soros has been saved to last. What else is being saved to last? Israel is being saved to last. And what's Trump and Ye? Or Kanye then? But he was Kanye West, but he's not he's Ye now. They've opened up on the Kazarian mafia, the Kazarian Jews. They've distinguished between ordinary Jewish God-fearing people who want no harm against anybody and the elite which control through the families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an enormously interesting time I know, that we it's, live in. It's, it's interesting, Roy, because there are so many... Oh, yeah, he said he... He said he was going to get Hillary Clinton arrested and they just, people just don't see it. I mean, it is about the children. We have wasted too long. There are too many children's lives that have probably been taken that shouldn't have been within these two years. But he would have never have got a proper trial, not with the corruption that goes on within the courts. These people who are responsible for these crimes against humanity and the crimes against our children, people don't see... My, you know, I've got family members who I'm waking up, Roy, and they're saying what we don't can't believe is that all it, well, there must be journalists out there who are trying to report on it. Uh, it's the same with what's going on in this. The, all teachers can't be aware of this. I'm going, yes, but they walk away and then they bring in the new lot that have been accustomed to it. And it's the same. They couldn't have just gone in and arrested Hillary Clinton and all of that lot in the beginning because they had a corrupt system behind them. The D the the DOJ, the courts, etc. It had to be done this way. And I hope people who sit there and watch the mainstream media, who are still living in this little bubble, I really do hope they will see it had why it had to be done in this way. Over to you, Roy. Sorry. That was definitely be the case, Lou. Yeah. Because Q stated that it's the children that will unite humanity. What he, meant, what he meant was the absolute atrocities that have been committed against little children for hundreds of years, thousands of years. Now, Q also said, get ready for a video, an extreme video. Yeah of Hillary Clinton. We're in that period of history where that, that video is going to come out. I've seen the stills. There's been some stills that were leaked. Just well, the this, this, okay. Q doesn't, Q doesn't say what it is, but he just says there's a video that's going to come out. Yeah. And we're in that, we're in that period now. But there's, there's no real need to be worried, to be terrified. Look, the fact of the matter is, 2016 was the sting. We got it. 2018 allowed us even further to, uh, to flip people, to turn enemy combatants. 2020, we left. We let the Democrats, we let Biden. That election could have been stopped, but why? This facade of the way that they've run the world economy, it should be them that get sunk by it. And I'll make a point here. Had Trump been in power now, he would not be able to stop the crashing of the WCCC economies. So it's quite apt that Biden is at, at the moment the president. Now, I said that I thought the 25th Amendment 
could be invoked. I said it could be done very quickly. I'm still of that opinion. I noted that Joe was asked on CNN about Hunter, because it's quite widespread now, that the FBI are going to indict Hunter Biden. Well, the DOJ are going to indict Hunter Biden. He just replied, I love my son. The moment that happens, and it doesn't matter what the issue is, whether it's coke, bribes, uh, charisma, whatever, that's the end of Joe. And the Democrats want Joe out of the equation. So it all is moving towards November the 8th. I do not believe November the 8th will take place. I can see that there might well be people going to elect on that day. There'll be no fruition to it. I think that November the 8th is what tips the apple cart over on the prerequisites that we see the tweet, the storm is upon us. That bin Salman, MBS becomes king. These are the events in the next few weeks we should look to. But there's the idea that the new world order, gender 2021, gender 2030, it's all finished. If you're still holding on to that fear, let it go. It doesn't exist anymore for the reasons I've outlined. They are finished. Somebody asked me sometimes, do they know they're finished? The majority of them do know that they're finished. But they still hold on to the rule or ruin. They still hold on. It's better to finish it off than to relinquish it. And to that end, they remain a serious danger to humanity. I've given the analogy of the two players playing chess, the white hats and the black hats. I said seven moves to go, and the white hat knows he's got the black hat to checkmate, and the black hat knows it as well. But he's going to play it all the way. Well, I believe now we're two moves away, and there's no chance that the black hat can win. So I think these are enormously important periods of history that are coming upon us now and in the next one, two, three, four weeks. And next week, on my next show, I'll try and tie up on the cue drops to give sustenance to what I've said today to develop the case from the issue of Q. But this, this is our time. This is our world now. They're leaving the scene of history. We'll build this world the way that we want it to be. On our terms and our conditions. We the people. So we should be a good heart, Lou. There's everything to look forward to. Thank you so much, Roy. That was just incredible. Uh, sorry for just butting in, but there is, there's been so much going on with this devolution. I just wanted to kind of just get it over and done with and like just address it. So um, that's where we are. So, Roy, when are you going to be back? Because things are, are moving forward. They're really going to be picking up pace like full go labour. <laughs> um over the next, as you said, in the course of the next coming weeks. So when can we get you back on? Maybe uh, next Monday? Yeah. Or if anything or then that would be incredible. Yes. If anything comes up, that really blows up, like like if Taiwan, Yeah. which I think could, I'll come back on, because Taiwan, once Taiwan starts, that's it. That's, uh, that's the last hurrah for the deep state. Mm. That's the Hail Mary, and it's not going to work. Roy, I was just going to say, so obviously there is so much going on. We have a global press that doesn't report it. So I can understand why there are people out there that things aren't happening because, you know, we had the, the, um, the, the military go into 
oh, it's just gone out of my head. That little country where the woman was best friends. Ma with Myanmar, Oxfam Street. So we had the military go in. There was all of this hoo-ha. And obviously the media was spinning it a certain way. Um, and then they never pick up on it. So people are just left with these things in their head that have happened. The lies, the, the media pump out. And nothing is ever, ever corrected by the mainstream media. I know you've got people like um, Project Veritas who go and do their retractos and they, they raise awareness. But there are so many things that the press have, have, have accused President Trump of, have accused the White Hats of, aren't covering the stories. They never put it in. Are we going to see it, everything that is actually going on, Roy, hit the mainstream properly so the masses can actually see it? Because they're not, they, they're still seeing crap that the BBC, et cetera, et cetera, are pumping out. There is never, they never correct themselves and they never show the truth. Are we going to see a turnaround of the press? That's no. my question because we've got a lot of people, you know, I live in a very small little village in Devon. I'm probably, there's a probably about five people in the village that are awake. They're doing fundraisers at the moment for children in need. Okay, the children that need the money are public child protection wells. It's every Welsh, every child in the UK is being exposed to grooming, but they're pumping, they're pumping this, they're doing promotions, they're doing cake sales for it. When are those people who are doing that, who are still subjected to watching the BBC, following everything they say, believing everything I say, are we going to get the real news to these people, Roy, somehow? Yeah, well, it will get there. It will get there. And uh, if I deal with America, because look what's happening in America. Trump has truth social, which is bigger than all the other social, uh, you get Twitter, the rest of them put together. Yeah. Kanye, Kanye West is buying parlor. Uh, sorry. Yeah, is parlor. Uh, you've got the, uh, you've got, uh, what's his name is getting Twitter. Musk is getting Twitter. So effectively, you can see the outline. Yeah. But you mentioned my you mentioned Myanmar. Yeah. And Myanmar is the way forward because. But we the, the military don't know that the public, normal the, general public, don't know that they've seen an arrest that the army have started a coup. That's what the BBC and the mainstream were leading, and that they're going in. And then you had all the all the comments from Hillary and everything. It was disgusting what was going on, but. It's never corrected. The, the crimes, the people do not know why the military have gone in in this country and in other countries. They don't. They don't know. Everything, everything will become. You know, we've got a, we've got another few weeks to go yet. I know. And it, it's going to be. It's going to become prevalent. You know, when you talk about people, there might be only be five people who are helping your area, but there will be. A boatload of pe uh, loads of people in your area that will now be under the under the under the uh, you know, under the cosh in regard to food, inflation, bills. Yeah. And uh, the thirty first of October, I think it's, it's going to be decidedly worse. And then there's the events that are going to take place globally. You know, many people now for the first time are beginning to understand. It doesn't matter who the politician is. It doesn't matter who the political parties are. It's like Hunt said. Hunt gave the truth out. You know, the, uh, the markets control us. <laughs> the Rothschilds control us. The banks, the financial institutions control us. Well, they're on their way out. They're going to see their fall. We're going to move towards possible World War III scenario. We're going to see it all in all its glory. It's going to be exposed. The military will be assisted in all countries. We'll be coming in to assist the citizens of the different countries. They'll have to. So it's, it's, it's not a frightening time. It will be frightening to the mass of people, but they'll quickly understand what's taking place. And in this next period, it's, an issue, it's, a, it's a time now to get some food in. It's a time to get the basics in. It's a time to look after, you know, in your communities, if you've got good people around you. Now is the time to start making the links to building up support groups. And don't think for one moment 
Don't take the people as they are at this moment in time. Consciousness can change within 24 hours. That's true, yeah. Everything can change now. Everything is in flux. So, Lou, I will come back uh, next Monday. I'll come back before then, especially if the events in Taiwan do take place or any major events take place. And as per usual, I'm making an apology now because I've, I've got to get away. <laughs> okay, Roy. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much. Royboy17 on Telegram. And I think it's Royboy17 UK on Truth. I haven't got a phone at the moment. My phone's broken. Um, and did you know it's getting ridiculous? A hundred pounds to replace a screen on my phone. And well, I can't afford that. So <laughs> I'm without a phone. I've got a very old basic one and it's quite nice like that. So at the moment I can't access True Social. So I need to get it up on the browser. But it is now available for Android phones, which is fantastic. And did you know, Roy, that um, did you know it was Candice Owens' husband, who's the chief executive of Parler? Did you know that? I didn't know that. No, that doesn't surprise me, though. No, it's an English chat. Very nice guy. Anyway, on that note, thank you so much, Roy Davis. Uh, LibertyTactics.co.uk. Again, Candice Owens and everybody else is going on about being suspended from PayPal. Well, welcome to the party. We got cancelled from PayPal now just over a year ago. We never saw a single donation ever come through since. Uh, I think when Roy made a little shout out, we got in £15. So thank you to those people. Uh, but sadly, um, since PayPal cancelled us, we're not getting any support at the moment. So it's a hard time, especially when most of our funds and our energy is going in to Public Child Protection Wales. They are desperate for the money. The judge slapped them with 12 and a half grand costs uh, when they lost their... Um, injunction to get the education stopped 12 and a half grand they were slapped with court fees um while the government uses taxpayers money to fight these mums so at the moment all of the focus any support you're giving please give to public child protection wales and then if you do want to support liberty tactics we would very very much appreciate it the most important thing is getting the education out of the schools so roy will be back as he said next monday I'm going to be back throughout the week. We're going to be preparing for the podcast-a-thon. I'm going to get a few little sound bites from some of the guests. Um, so far, we have confirmed Richard Lucas from the Scottish Family Party is definitely coming on. We have Alex Thompson from the UK column. We have Brian Garish. We have James Denningpole. We have Mark Devlin. Uh, we have Lawrence Eastman. We have... Mums from PCP Wales. We have supporters of PCP Wales. We've got a really, oh, we've got Tanya Joy Gibson from America, and she's currently with um, Julie Green and General Flynn in Pennsylvania for the Reawaken America tour with Clay Clark. So we've got some good sound bites coming up over the next week, a few little interviews. Obviously, Roy will be back, and then we will do some more promotion for the podcast-a-thon. So that's it. I'm going to stop rambling. Thank you to everyone. Thanks to Rick, as always, Jason and our Catherine, and to the wonderful Welsh wizard. We'll be back next week, libertytactics.co.uk. Bye.